and welcome to. <laughs> Why can't I do the intro? Hello, how many episodes and have we welcome done? to Tomorrow Gason, <laughs> aka How I Ripped Off Buffy the Vampire Slayer. My name is MC. This is the actual host, Chip. <laughs> Hello, that would be me. There we go. <laughs> We've clearly slipped into Bizarro World. <laughs> All right, let's get things back on an even keel, shall we? You know, one thing uh, I didn't do last week, which we normally do, is I didn't reveal the title of this week's episode. Oh, my God. I know. Everyone's been wondering. We've had so many messages about it. (laughs) Uh, This episode, MC, this is Mm. the last episode in season three. Except it's not the last episode. It gets split into several episodes. Yes, it is the last episode in terms of what I wrote when I was 15. Yeah. But we were going to, because it's such a long episode, it's basically like a feature-length movie length. <laughs> so we're going to break it down into probably about four parts. Okay. So the episode is called Home, which has a lot of connotations considering what happened last week, MC. Well, um, as you all remember, it wasn't last week, but the previous week, the most important part of the whole series <laughs> is that the DeSoto uh, was murdered. This is your heroic sacrifice, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> It's the DeSoto's heroic <laughs> yeah. sacrifice. It wasn't even sacked well. It wasn't heroic. It was murdered. You're right. It yeah. was murdered, Chip. Um, uh, so, yes, uh, they were on a jolly old boat trip um, filled with murders. <laughs> and demons. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, yeah, they were on a people smuggling uh, ship with Captain Italian Birdseye. <laughs> and... Uh, people were being murdered just for a change as always seems to happen around them and they did some detective work and MC and Tifa almost drowned um, and Chip probably did something bad Um, no well he got a 16 year old girl killed but apart from (laughs) that she had it coming (laughs) more importantly MC another side quest yeah but Mm. I mean if you look at the title of this episode you look at where the season has been leading to Mm. I think the mm. gang is back in England, mm. and I think they're going after Herato, Herato, yeah, and Mr. Johnson. They are indeed. Finally, <laughs> it's only taken <laughs> till the time. last episode. <laughs> <laughs> so let's get into it, MC. This is Home Part One. Previously on Tomorrow Gason, the Samurais Shinno Khan began. They were once a force of good, like ninjas. But one day, in 1582, <laughs> a samurai leader named Kurushu Minonato <laughs> decided there was more power and wealth in being evil. He trained his next group of students to be killers, and together they raped and pillaged their way through the ancient villages until one day when the Ku Claw <laughs> stepped in. We banished Minanto to another realm where he was unable to cause chaos. There are five. <laughs> Five rules of power, of which he only needs one more to be complete. You must go to England, your mother country, and stop him. Stop Mr. Johnson before it is too late. Please. Johnson, isn't that the guy who's going to be Prime Minister? (gasps) Chip asked. Yes, the last phase of power he needs of the five. Thank you, Evangelina. MC said. We'll stop it. It's what we do. Okay, well... Firstly, the only way my friend can get you across to England is tomorrow night. It'll cost you about £300 each and you have to share a boat with some refugees who are entering the country illegally. What's the good news? Louise asked. The battle you're about to take on will probably kill you all. He had had these exact thoughts before he'd gone evil, only this time it was different. Rather than telling himself to ignore the pain and bury it, he forced himself to feel it. 
Chip realised it was the only way to deal and move on. He knew there were other ways, but at that precise moment, he didn't want them. However, he would never rule out the options. Can we talk now? Tifa said as she had her back turned to MC. Sure. It's been a long day, and I want nothing more than just to be alone with you. We're not alone. Tifa replied. What do you mean? Tifa turned to face MC and lifted her shirt, revealing a lump where her belly should have been. (laughs) I'm pregnant. (gasps) MC looked at Tifa, then looked away. (laughs) (laughs) And jumped off the ship and ran away. Because the last episode ended, MC, with Tifa revealing her lump where her belly should have been. (laughs) She's pregnant. We assume with MC's child, right? I don't think there's going to be twist or anything there, right? <laughs> Absolutely, like, oh no, what a horrible thing! Uh, I'm so offended. I'm leaving you immediately. Can't believe you slept with Jay. <laughs> Thanks, Jay. <laughs> MC looked at Tifa, then looked away. He wasn't staring at anything in particular. It was just his entire body suddenly felt out of place and uncomfortable. <laughs> Does that feel familiar? Yeah. Tifa was sure his jaw had dropped at least three inches and was only getting bigger. Wait. (laughs) She desperately wanted MC to say something, anything, just to end the silence from her previous statement. Tifa had just informed MC of her pregnancy. Uh. Interesting way of putting it. I'm informing you of my pregnancy. (laughs) Dear sir. (laughs) Well, say something. She finally insisted. MC swallowed hard, wait, and looked up at his girlfriend making sure his gaze avoided her stomach. He stood up. Is it mine? (laughs) (laughs) Amazing. Wow. Is it just thinking of a way out? It's like, is it, is it, maybe it's not mine. Maybe, maybe. How many divorces do you think would be if uh, someone went up to someone, I'm pregnant, they were like, is it mine? God. (laughs) Tifa raised her hand and slapped MC hard around the face. Despite having his ninja strength, it still stung. I think probably quite well deserved as well. (laughs) What did you do that for? He asked. (laughs) Good old MC with his people skills. (laughs) His ninja people skills. How dare you ask that question? You shouldn't even be thinking like that. Well, I'm sorry. MC started to pace a bit inside the ship that was taking them to England. But it's come as a bit of a shock to me. <laughs> Sandalin, it's so well. <laughs> You're not the only one. I... That's why you've been ill lately. MC interrupted. Morning sickness. Ninja detective, hard at work. <laughs> Ninja doctor. <laughs> yes, but the thing is... I can't believe I didn't notice. I mean, looking at your tummy now is pretty blatantly obvious. Does anyone else know? I'm so, so bad at this. Look at you, 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 you lump where your belly should be. Am I trying to be endearing with this? Am I trying to make MC seem like a confused, oh, bumbled sort of like, oh, yeah. I'm, I'm panicking because that's what happens in TV shows when, you know, the man finds out the lady's pregnant. He right. sort of freaks out a little bit and he's right, a bit funny. Right. But I mean, I feel like this is not going the way I may have attended it to. <laughs> for, for a change. <laughs> MC, shut your goddamn mouth. Tifa snapped. <laughs> I love it when Tifa snaps or shouts. <laughs> Her face was clouded with rage, which is capitalised. <laughs> <laughs> That's how uh, pregnant women are. You know, they get all hormonal and angry. Their emotions become capitalised. Yes, 
This baby is yours, and no, no one else knows about it. Do you want to know why? MC stayed silent this time. Thank God. <laughs> because I only did the pregnancy test around two months ago, and I already look seven months down the line. Ooh. It's the fucking magic shit from Dom, wasn't it? Like we said before, or when he think... did that healing spell. Or... Counterpoint. Counterpoint. Yeah. Damn it, that's what I was going to say. You took my bit. <laughs> ninja spunk. <laughs> Ropes of ninja jizz. You've been so crass. <laughs> it's funny. We're always so classy on this podcast, aren't we? Lowering the tone, Dempsey. <sighs> okay. All right, I've got another potential option then. Okay. So Dom's healing spell could have affected Tifrins and the baby somehow. Yeah. Um, but in the timeline, though, did he do that? I guess he kind of did do it quite recently, didn't he? So yeah. she could have like ballooned out. Yeah. Okay. So Dom's healing spell. Uh, MC's ninja jizz. <laughs> <laughs> They've all got little swords. <laughs> they got headbands on. Someone please draw that. <laughs> or is it something to do with Harato? Yeah, that's the other option. We know he loves messing with MC and Tifa in the gang. Accelerated pregnancy. Maybe he... (laughs) Didn't we say before that he went around and poked holes in all the condoms? (laughs) Or maybe he's somehow made to have a demon baby or something. Maybe like the big bad of season four is like MC's child or something. But it's not actually MC's kid because Hirato magically impregnated Tifa with a demon baby. So everything is fine because I'm not actually a dad. (laughs) Stop trying to get out of pain child support, (laughs) all right? Because I only did the pregnancy test around two months ago, and I already look seven months down the line. Again, MC's jaw was wide open. With every... Does your jaw get wide open when you're surprised? Like, because I mentioned it dropping before, but does it actually, like, spread? (laughs) (laughs) Joker style. (laughs) You want to know how I got these scars? (laughs) My girlfriend told me she was pregnant. (laughs) Again, MC's jaw was wide open. With everything that had happened over the past few years of his ninja life, this had been the thing he'd been expecting less. <laughs> like it was not least, less. Because <laughs> his ninja anticipation <laughs> has already thought of everything that could happen. How can that be? He asked. I don't know, do I? <laughs> it's for the most soap opera line she's ever had. I don't know, do I? <laughs> Said Tifa. You're the father, you fucking slag! <laughs> Get out of the pub and come home! <laughs> oh, dear. I don't know, do I? But one thing is for certain. This baby is coming out fast, and not me, you, or any world-threatening evil is going to stop it. Tifa, feeling a twinge of pain, flopped back against the wall and sat down. MC remained standing and pacing a lot faster now. Silence again. MC spoke first. How could you dump this on me now? (laughs) Dude! I mean, they're like on their way to die, basically. So I can understand him trying to save the world and yada, yada, yada. But like, I mean... He could be a lot more... (laughs) Supportive, yeah, especially because she's like falling over in pain and he's just walking up oh and down. Oh, god, pregnant woman making a fuss. Imagine how wide his jaw is right now, <laughs> dislocated like a snake. <laughs> what actually, probably be more like you are. <laughs> oh, Tifa's got a new uh, facet to her voice, that's great. <laughs> this has to be the worst possible time for news like that. I mean, with everything's going on. 
You should have either stayed back in Tokyo or not have come at all. I had to tell you, Tifa yelled. How on God's earth would I cover this up? She lifted her baggy blue jumper and revealed her stomach. I mean, isn't that how she would cover it up? With a big baggy blue, blue jacket? Jump. Jump, jump. <laughs> <laughs> what are you going to wear today? I thought I might wear a jump jump. Is it too hot for a jump jump? I might just wear a jump. Oh, got to layer up. Better wear a jump jump jump. She lifted her baggy blue jump jump and revealed her stomach. It she was, was a big lump. <laughs> she was right. Her pregnancy was into its latter stages, and if the growth Tiva had been talking about was true, then bun in the oven was nearly done. <laughs> when you said growth, I think this guy still had like lump where her oh. belly should be in my mind. It's like that's how you refer to pregnant women. <laughs> it's definitely How's a your demon. growth? <laughs> you were just being selfish, MC said angrily. With Chip back, Harato, and this new evil, losing Shino Khan. He paused. It's just too much to take right now. MC stormed off, leaving the pregnant Tifa <laughs> sitting alone in the shadows of the ship. Oh, everyone dealing with their emotions as healthily as normal. <laughs> this has been kind of a theme for MC this season, I feel like. Normally he's been kind of the the reasonable one. Sure. But, I mean, everything that's happened kind of over the last couple of years mm. to his character, mm. he's always kind of making that initial first mistake mm. whether it's you know Chip going evil or losing Shinno Khan when he rushed to the police station and mm. stuff like that like he's quite hot headed he is he yeah. is yeah, yeah I think it's sort of too much it's been too much for him to deal with and he can't just can't cope properly anymore hope he doesn't turn evil because <laughs> that's what happens apparently so <laughs> the stars shone like a beacon and Chip couldn't think of anywhere else where he had seen them this clearly perched at the back of the boat he had been watching the sea dragging behind the ship as they got further and further away from Japan, thinking about everything he had thought about a million times before. Should I turn evil yet? <laughs> He's just got his finger on the switch, like, oh, I don't know, I don't know. But then he had looked up and started stargazing. It was one of the few good things he remembered about his life. The sound of feet approaching from behind drew Chip's attention away from his mind. It hadn't been that long ago since he had helped banish a tribe of murderous demons who had been posing as the ship's crew from the vessel. It was possible they had survived a long time in the ocean and had come back for revenge. 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 Ah, oh, nice little callback there. Also, they murdered most of the crew and only threw one of them in the ocean. That's true. So only one of them could possibly... Maybe they're... You know how demons will have gimmicks? Maybe their gimmick is that uh... if you throw them into water, they come back to life. Like a mogwai. Yes. Yeah. I mean, that's not quite right, but still, <laughs> Mogwai. Chip glanced over his shoulder, reading to swing back onto the deck to do battle. Presumably ready, but maybe he had a book. <laughs> and he's going to do I'll just battle finish with this it. chapter. <laughs> I'm going to give you such a paper cut. But there were no demons. It was only MC. But what if MC turns evil? Then he would be a demon sort of. And then symbolism. Chip has to take him down in a perfect mm. symmetry so Chip doesn't feel so bad because MC <laughs> did it as well. And he's like, see? Better go and heroically sacrifice yourself now. Prick. <laughs> I bet they're about to have like a really lovely heart to heart. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm sure it'll go really well. <laughs> the ginger ninja continued walking and stopped beside the barriers. Ride by Chip. <laughs> this is like a little carousel there or something. <laughs> hey. MC said. Chip replied the gesture with a similar hello. <laughs> okay, just right. Chip said hello, mate. Like <laughs> so much easier. Then MC said something Chip really didn't expect. We were good friends, 
Right. Uh, yeah, I, I guess we were. Um, I want you to know that when we were friends, I trusted you with my life completely and would have stuck by you no matter what. <laughs> it's important you understand that. I do. Good. Because now I know that I will never like you the slightest bit ever again. And I sure as hell will never trust you. As much as I want to, I know you've been trying hard and we'll be fighting side by side. But I can't help the way I feel. MC's on a mission just to piss everyone <laughs> off, isn't he? <laughs> He's going to go up to Louise next and be like, I just don't like the way you dress. Sorry, Jay, your hair is stupid. <laughs> go to a complete stranger and say like, hey, I know times are tough right now, but I want you to know that you're stupid and ugly. <laughs> I don't know who you are, but I fucking hate you. <laughs> Chip didn't respond this time. He continued looking straight ahead. Let's just hope this prophecy that seems to be following you isn't anything that will put the people I care about at risk. Oh yeah, because you so care about them at the moment, yeah. MC. You're doing a great job of being such a caring boyfriend and friend. MC turned and walked away. Sorry, let's read the sentence in the correct... The, the way yeah. it's written. MC turned and walked away. Chip thought about what he had just said and went back to looking down at the running water beneath the boat. <laughs> how many instances this season has there been of someone going up to Chip and being like, I don't like you. <laughs> I hate... I fucking hate you. Why didn't you just stay dead, you bastard? <laughs> And Chip's like, do I go evil again or it's what? Almost like you want to keep being the whole angsty, brooding <laughs> angel person. I want to be angel so bad. <laughs> Louise's is dreams of a hunky man giving her a sensual massage on a hot beach somewhere in the Caribbean were disrupted by Jay shaking her. What? Louise grumbled. We're here. Was all Jay before he headed to the top deck. <laughs> It was all Jay. The way you said that thing, it was all him. No one else. He's but... known for saying we're here. It's his catchphrase. <laughs> so apparently they've arrived in England. Mm-hmm. How long did that journey take? Is there some sort of ellipsis that we've missed here? Or There was a couple days, maybe? Maybe, days? yeah. They were on the boat for... Enough time. Like two for... nights, I yeah. think. Yeah. Uh, is that enough to get to England by I boat? I don't know. I don't think you did much research. <laughs> no. No, I don't think I did any. <laughs> Louise stretched, yawned, and stood up before realising what Jay had just said. She followed him up the same flight of stairs and found Jay, along with the others, standing at the end of the boat, watching as they pulled into Dover Docks. (laughs) How dramatic. Nothing dramatic has ever been set in Dover. (laughs) I feel like it's an untapped potential resource. Knife crime, to be fair. Yeah, there's a lot of that. Probably a fair amount. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. The huge white cliffs seemed to symbolise the huge battle MC, Tifa, Louise, Jay and Chip were about to face. The sight of home soil acted as a wake-up call. In a matter of hours, they could all be dead and the fate of the world would be resting in the hands of an ancient evil mastermind. A depressing thought of Dover being your last memory. <laughs> I feel like we should point out uh, that when... You know, obviously these are all based on real people, Bart and Tifa, who we were all friends with at college mm. where we went and, uh, at Dover. Yeah. It was Dover College where we all met. And for those of you who aren't aware, Dover is basically just a shit town. Yeah, shit seaside town. It has a dock. It's right opposite France. It's shit. Yeah. That's all you need to know. The part of the docks the ship had sailed into was marked into a map that Captain Parnaby had left. One of the refugees had intimate knowledge of how to get the vessel to their destination, Oh, intimate knowledge. Mm. But now there was just one more problem. Captain Barnaby had a contacted that was going to aid the illegal immigrants into the country. No questions asked. This contact was going to be waiting at the docks. 
so I guess I don't know who this contact is. So, no. Or they might be like, oh, he's dead, by the way. They were crab demons. <laughs> Let us in. <laughs> <laughs> crab demons, isn't it? <laughs> and they're like, are you sure it's not just the locals in Dover? <laughs> MC waited for the walkway to be extended before stepping down the steps and shaking hands with a contact. Where's Captain Barnaby? He demanded to know. There was a problem. He couldn't make it. MC replied. <laughs> People <laughs> skills. <laughs> Tactful. The refugee started to walk off the boat, but the contact started to wave his hands. No, no, you cannot enter. He yelled. Without Barnaby, none of these people are getting in. He said, turning back to MC. The ninja glared at the contact for a good few minutes. Minutes? <laughs> he glared at him for a few minutes. <laughs> the guy's like, um, hello? Alright, you can let him in, just stop <laughs> looking at me, alright? The ninja glared at the contact for a good few minutes, never flinching or looking away. He kept his eyes fixed on this short, sweaty man. It seemed to work. The contact, feeling the intense pressure being flown his way by MC, relented. Okay. Everyone off the boat and quickly. I guess when you fly pressure into someone by staring <laughs> at them for minutes at a time, they'll do anything you want. You know how in RPGs sometimes you get like um, different uh, talking conversation skills, like you can persuade people, yeah. you can intimidate them. Speech sort of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like MC is all intimidation <laughs> and zero in persuade or charm. <laughs> Oh, what was the Mass Effect one? It was Paladin or... Oh, Renegade. Renegade, yeah. yeah. Definitely, definitely <laughs> Renegade. He's punching journalists through windows right now. <laughs> MC almost felt a deep feeling of satisfaction at the fact he hadn't needed to resort to violence. He very much doubted that would be the case with the PM, Mr. Johnson. I'm worried you're going to be put on some sort of list <laughs> for writing this. No, I think it's okay to want to punch a PM called Mr. Johnson. <laughs> the boat was cleared within a few minutes, leaving only the gang to retrieve their baggage. If they could leave their emotional baggage behind, that would be swell. Where's my payment? The contact wanting to know, but realising that any more questions would only get him more looks. He tilted his hat and dashed down the steps. Does he, like, tug his hat down? <laughs> See you later, governor. He's from the 30s. <laughs> As the gang carried their respective bags off the ship, they watched the contact running. But they were unable to do a thing when the SWAT jumped out of their hiding places oh, and sliced his head clean away from his body. Oh, my God. <gasps> They were waiting, MC. They were waiting for them. What bag has all the weapons? Louise asked as more and more SWAT started to surround them. Wherever the weapons are, I don't think it's going to be enough. Jay pointed out as yet more of the SWAT team appeared. How many fucking SWAT? They already killed like uh, 200? And also, is this like an, a London-based SWAT team or a Dover-based SWAT team as it would be? <laughs> I feel like that's less intimidating, to be honest. Although they would have a lot of experience of like pub fights and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Maybe it's not actually the SWAT, it's just kicking out time. <laughs> the gang had faced impossible odds before, included the time when Hirato and the SWAT had descended on the mansion. But the sheer numbers of the samurai warriors and tactics meant that this fight was damn near impossible. Looks like that battle to the death might be sooner than we thought. MC said. You were very calm when he said that. <laughs> I feel like there's a bit more urgency be... about things. <laughs> Come on, all this He's voice like, acting well, you've done. God. <laughs> At least I won't have to be a dad. <laughs> he pushes Tifa out in front. <laughs> <laughs> the contact's dead body slowed the SWAT down momentarily. It was enough time for Chip to break out the weapons from the right suitcases and hand them out. I feel like if there's... 
this is how are they all like doing comedy pratfalls <laughs> over the the dead body and like pushing each other out the way and maybe there's a really narrow alleyway that leads to the docks and the okay, body's just yeah. sort of like not falling back but got kind of trapped in between sure, the walls and they're trying sense. to like oh, push it out the way but it's gone all stiff the rigmarole <laughs> I tried yeah okay good why have we got short range weapons Louise asked as Chip handed her a short spear because someone forgot to pack the arrows to the crossbows. He replied. Louise looked at Jay, who tried to remain inconspicuous as possible. <laughs> Chip stepped in front of the two beside MC, whilst Tifa loaded her gun from the deck of the ship. If things get too bad, fall back to the ship so they can't surround us. MC instructed. As the gangway was quite narrow, only two SWAT members could get into an attacking position at a time. <laughs> Convenient. MC and Chip were able to deal with them comfortably, using their own momentum against them and tossing the samurais over the side. Tifa fired her weapon at the ones who remained on the ground level. Six pairs of swats later, and MC said, It's no good. We'll have to break out into the open. Otherwise, they'll just keep coming. Also, what? <laughs> what the fuck kind of <laughs> tactics is that? We have to go out in the open so they'll surround us and kill us. <laughs> yeah, because I was going to question the samurai weapons and tactics because they're like, oh, those two guys just died. Right, next two, up you go. No, they died as well. Okay, next two. <laughs> to be fair, after the first hundred went to the mansion and died, do you think the second hundred were like, hang on? I bet they just sat there like, oh, we're never going to get this pay rise, are we? <laughs> what happened to retreating back to the ship? Jay asked. A very good question, I think. MC pointed out the samurais who were using hooked ropes to climb up the side of the boat. Fair enough. Then. <laughs> I guess MC Sorry. is a master ninja tactician <laughs> after all. MC and Chip went first, clearing the gangway of any more swats, enabling Jay and Louise to come down also. Tifa started to follow when MC called back. Stay back. I can take care of myself. I know. We need someone to keep the space above us clear or we'll get surrounded. That's fair enough then. You know, yeah. MC's being less of a dick now, I guess. Yes. Sure would be a shame if you got murdered. If you're pregnant and you're shooting a gun, yeah. is that bad? I feel like if you're in a situation where you need to shoot a gun, that's probably the least bad option. If anyone's listening to this and they're pregnant, shoot a gun and let us know what happens. <laughs> Uh, you can tell it's near the end of the season, can't you? <laughs> the 30 or so SWAT members kept coming forward in organised attack patterns. They had been well prepared. Chip stood by Jay whilst Louise helped out MC. The two ninjas did their best to protect the two civilians, but due to the vast amount of enemies, sometimes they needed help too. A large piece of wood caught Chip on the side of the head. <laughs> and we know how deadly wood can be. It was a closet. <laughs> or, a, or a plank of wood. I don't know which. You think Chip's having flashbacks here? <laughs> the notorious streets of war. <laughs> a large piece of wood caught Chip on the side of the head and his already bruised face opened up easy. MC was doing quite well until one swat buried his boot into his groin area. That's just cheap tactics, man. You wouldn't expect that from a samurai. It's also like, oh, it means I won't have any more kids, at least. <laughs> he just stood there with his legs wide yeah, open. Come on. <laughs> it's the least painful option. Use fire! <laughs> Tifa was so busy firing down wood that she didn't see the... Tifa was so busy firing down wood that she didn't see the samurai behind her. Okay. He kicked her in the back of the head and she rolled down the gangway hitting her head and back along the way. But not the stomach. 
Hen, oh, hitting her head and back along yeah, the way. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. That was, oh, you actually messed that up. Sorry, 15-year-old chip. Tifa! MC cried out. He pushed his way through a horde of samurais to get to his girlfriend. This left Louise alone and outnumbered. Using the few fighting skills she remembered from her time as a ninja, she held a few of them off, but she didn't have the supernatural strength of Chip or MC. Chip himself was being tested too. Jay had already been knocked unconscious and was lying on the floor. One samurai knocked the weapon Louise was holding out of her hand and grabbed her by the throat. It's not looking good for the gang at the it's moment, is really. it? Yeah. Stop! He shouted. He appeared to be the squad leader. Throw down your weapon or I'll snap her neck. Chip, not wanting to be the cause of any pain Louise might suffer, again. <laughs> <laughs> I like that it's literally again. It's not Chip being sarcastic. Nope, I wasn't doing a funny. That's in the text. Chip, not wanting to be the cause of any pain Louise might suffer, again, did as he was asked and threw down his sword and sighs. MC had already been forced down to the ground and made weaponless in an attempt to reach Tifa. She was okay, but she was holding her stomach as the baby suffered from the knock too. Ooh. Good, the lead samurai said. Now kill them all. He tightened his grip on Louise and was ready to sever her spinal cord when an arrow came from out of nowhere and pierced his heart. His grip loosened and Louise was able to get away, throwing her weapon to Chip. So someone remembered to pack the arrows. <laughs> Jay. <laughs> Fifty or so men suddenly joined the gang in the fight. They appeared to be good guys as the teamed up against the SWAT team. Finally, with their numbers severely dented, the SWAT team retreated. The men cheered at the victory as Chip helped Jay to his feet and MC the same with Tifa. The gang was slightly suspicious of this band of men. One of them stepped forward. He was a tall, muscular... He was a tall, muscular, with short, shaved brown hair and wearing a blue basketball shirt. Louise thought he was pretty cute. In fact, Louise thought he was gorgeous. It's good to be alive, she said to herself. Ninjas of the Ku Claw, we've been inspecting you. M my name's Gav, Gav Finn. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing spot on impression as well. Sounds just like him. Uh, so th this is no relation to a previous character that may have turned up, also <laughs> called Gav, who had the same voice at any point and was a vampire who died. Uh, yeah, should we fill in the audience? Yeah. Um, so Gav is one of our uh, friends from back in the day. Yes. Um, and to now, of course. <laughs> yeah, I did wonder why yeah. you said that. Fucking hate the cunt now. <laughs> And one of the uh, valued listeners and loyal uh, fans of the show. <laughs> and uh, so Gav, uh, so myself, uh, MC, Jay and Louise were friends uh, in the first year of college. Gav joined in the second year, I believe. So when I started writing this, Gav wasn't part of our social group, mm -hmm. uh, which is why he only got a cameo at mm. one point as a vampire who sacrificed himself. But then Gav wormed his way in somehow, kind of married Louise, whatever, <laughs> uh, and uh, became an integral part of our social group, mm. which is why I wait until the end of season three, I guess, to kind of bring him back in somehow. It's when you know that he was an accepted part of the group, when he became a, a, a part of tomorrow game. <laughs> Uh, maybe he's going to die straight away. <laughs> it was just it. <laughs> but Gav was very unhappy that he had one line in this, and that was it. That was his character. So you're welcome, Gav. Welcome back to Tomorrow Gason. Ninjas of the Ku Claw, we've been inspecting you. My name's Gav. Who are you? Chip asked. I just said, Gav, mofo. 
You sound like aggressive tales <laughs> from Sonic High School. <laughs> It's pretty much what like Gav is. Tails if you had took a bunch of steroids and <laughs> No num nuts. I meant who are you? Oh well, we haven't got a fancy name like you guys. We're just a group of lost people trying to find our place in the world. <laughs> I feel like I might lose a friend after oh. this. Sexy and deep, Louise thought. That's what we all thought of Gav when we first met him. <laughs> Uh, our story is a lot like yours. We've all been victims of evil. Whether it was zombies, vampires, or even demons, we've all lost someone dear to us. And now you hunt them? Jay asked. It's a revenge thing, Gav replied. We know a bit about that. MC said knowingly, <laughs> winking at the audience for the title <laughs> of the show. <laughs> I think I know something you don't know. Like what? How to have a really bad haircut. <laughs> Chip didn't like this guy. <laughs> He's too sexy and deep. It's my job to be sexy and deep. <gasps> like Mr. Johnson and what he intends to do. It's a bit public. What say we go to our secret hideout? Oh yeah, when Gav invites you back to his secret hideout. And that's the end of Home Part 1. I'm a bit exhausted from doing that voice, I'm not going to lie. I might kill Gav off just straight away. Just to, you know, calm myself down, but also to annoy him. <laughs> What do we think of that episode, MC? Mm, um, there was a fight. And there was a big fight. That was basically it. And also intro Gav. Yeah, who seems to have a band of merry men. He does. He's Robin Hood. No, I think he's Gun from Angel. Oh, yeah, <laughs> of course. Because he seems to have a gang of like street kids who have, you know, uh, been victims of evil things. And they've yeah. all banded together to his fight evil. His name begins with G. His names begin with G. Yeah. Uh, so hopefully Gav's happy with his inclusion in the series. Yeah. Um, but the gang have finally arrived in England. Mm. Uh, and Gav seems to know what's going on with Mr. Johnson as well, which is interesting. And mm. he knows about the coup claw. Yeah, it's true. I wonder how, you know, a, a, someone as sexy and deep as Gav has discovered this <laughs> ancient race of ninjas. Maybe he saw the one rampage in Tokyo on the news and was like, that's no rhino. <laughs> But there's some interesting setup there, at least. Uh, I just, I really want to get to Mr. Johnson and Narato and find out what the hell their plan is. I know, right? And how disappointed we're going to be. Oh, because it's, it's just going to be like world domination or yeah. something, isn't it? Because I feel like, you know, I'm not defending the writing in any way possible, but season one and two had clear villains. They had, did they have clear plans? Well, not really, I guess. Do evil stuff. Yeah, they were evil because they were evil. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But uh, Harato and Mr. Johnson, we assume just world domination. Yeah. But it's, there hasn't been a lot of kind of build up to that in a way. A bit with the SWAT. I guess the SWAT's kind of interesting that Harato's got this band of merry men, yeah, corrupt yeah, yeah, cop yeah. and stuff, but it just seems to be a bit lacking in some ways. Yeah. You know, it's the disappointing season. I'm still, it's Buffy season four. I still feel like there's going to be a reveal and we'll find out their reasoning. I think there is probably a reasoning behind it. And it might be like, ooh, I was hurt. <laughs> As a child, I wasn't, bre- I wasn't breastfed, and now I wanted to destroy the world. Wait, crazy theory. Yeah. What if Mr. Johnson is emptying teeth as kid? <laughs> but from the future. I mean, it could be. <gasps> oh, that's going to be way better than what it actually is, isn't it's it? It's because of MC who just didn't pay any attention to the kid because he resented <laughs> having a child. That's what ninja spam does. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Well, if you've got any theories, again, as to what the hell Mr. Johnson wants, <laughs> uh, what you think of Gav and his lovely, sexy, deep voice, there's numerous ways in which you can get in touch. You can find us at Facebook. We're at facebook.com slash podcast. 
We are also on Twitter at How I Ripped Off. And if you want to go back to our entire back catalogue, you can find every single episode for completely free, because <gasps> we could never get away with charging for this, on SoundCloud, Stitcher Radio, iTunes and YouTube. And we would greatly, greatly appreciate a rating and review. Um, it is very nice for us and it makes <laughs> us feel happy. So why not make us feel happy? Yeah, spread some happiness, you yeah. evil bastards. Come on. <laughs> Come say hello to us. We'd really appreciate that. Now, in previous weeks, MC, mm. with everything going on in the world, mm. uh, I've just tried to end every episode mm. by, you know, making sure everyone's okay mm. and just saying, you know, there's always help there if you need to reach out. Mm. But I think this week, considering everything that's gone on, I just think... I'd like to say it's okay if you fucking hate racists. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're empowering you yeah. to hate racists. It's absolutely fine. If anyone thinks it's not okay to hate racists, they're probably a racist. And that's not very good and you shouldn't speak to those people. Indeed. 